For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. A man who was among the onlookers shouting at a Minneapolis police officer to get off George Floyd's neck last May returns to the witness stand today. Donald Williams is a former wrestler who said he was trained in mixed martial arts, including chokeholds. Williams testified he thought former officer Derek Chauvin used a shimmying motion several times to increase pressure on Floyd's neck. He described seeing Floyd struggle for air and his eyes rolling back into his head, saying he saw Floyd slowly fade away. Police dispatcher Jenna Scurry testified she saw part of Floyd's arrest unfolding via a city surveillance camera and was so disturbed that she called a duty sergeant. Scurry said she grew concerned because the officer's hadn't moved after several minutes, and she at first thought her video had frozen. My instincts were telling me that something's wrong. Something has not right. I don't know what, but something wasn't right. Scurry said in her call to the sergeant, you can call me a snitch if you want to. She said she wouldn't normally have called the sergeant about the use of force because it was beyond the scope of her duties. The head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, made an impassioned plea to the country as coronavirus cases continue to rise and even as increasing numbers of people are vaccinated. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. But right now I'm scared. Walensky said cases of the virus are up about 10% over the past week from the previous week to about 60,000 cases per day, with both hospitalizations and deaths ticking up as well. She warned without immediate action to slow the spread, the U.S. could follow European countries into another spike in cases and suffer needless deaths. She urged people to please limit travel to essential travel for the time being and to observe coronavirus precautions. More than 20 heads of government and global agencies have called for an international treaty for pandemic preparedness. They say will protect future generations. European Council President Charles Michel first laid out the idea of a pandemic treaty at the UN General Assembly in December. He followed up on that plea today, saying the coronavirus pandemic has taught the world a brutal lesson it must learn before the next pandemic. No country no continent can defeat a pandemic alone. It requires a global approach. The us rather than the me and a collective commitment at the highest political level. The next pandemic is not a question of if, but when. So we must be ready and we have no time to waste. Despite the World Health Organization's calls for patents to be waived during the pandemic, rich countries have continued to oppose efforts by poor countries to compel them to share vaccine manufacturing technology that would address worldwide vaccine scarcity. The vote counting begins today in the high-stakes union organizing drive at Amazon's massive facility in Bessemer, Alabama. The National Labor Relations Board is expected to take a few days to tally the nearly 6,000 ballots. Laura Ross-Brout-Tallum reports. Nearly 6,000 employees are deciding whether they'll be the first of Amazon's 400,000 workers to join a union. The implications are big. If the workers vote to become members of the retail, wholesale, and department store union, it'll be a huge victory for the labor movement, whose numbers have been dropping for decades. And if the union loses, 
it would force labor organizers to rethink their strategy, particularly in tackling big tech companies. Amazon union supporters say the pay in Bessemer does not adequately compensate for the constant pressure workers face, including high physical demands and minimal breaks. Amazon argues its $15 minimum wage is twice the state minimum, and it offers health insurance and other benefits hard to find in low-wage jobs. The union says about 85% of the warehouse workers are black and has linked the labor organizing to the struggle for racial justice. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Maura Rospratellum. Critics of Georgia's new Republican-backed election law have issued fresh calls to boycott some of the state's largest businesses. Leaders of the African Methodist Episcopal Church in Georgia are sending a letter to 90,000 parishioners. The letter calls for a boycott of Georgia's largest companies if they don't speak out more forcefully against the law. Bishop Reginald Jackson is calling for corporate leaders at companies like Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines to speak out in opposition. I'm Eileen Alfandiri for Pacifica Radio.